What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Iron Mind Aaron podcast, episode number five. Brought to you by Dom Z Productions. Again, he takes care of the audio, the visual, everything you see in here. So today's title is Rolling the Dice. So there's a couple different things that, that come to mind with me. And then the, f- the first thing that really starts off was um, putting yourself in positions that you might be uncomfortable with and really pushing through them. So the other day I was doing a Turkish get up. Now, for those who don't know, I do these all the time. If you follow the feed or my social media, you're going to see a shitload of these. So essentially it's getting up off the ground with weight. doesn't sound super fucking exciting, but I decided to mix it up a little bit and try it with a barbell. So I went big. And if you've ever tried one of these or even know what the fuck it is, it's uh, you, you hold this barbell, you have to press it off your back, you're laying on the ground, you roll to your side, you get up, you stand up with it. And I used an obscene amount of weight for a barbell, which is like 135 pounds. I weigh like 190. So how is this rolling the dice? Well, when you press and have that much weight over your head, you're kind of rolling the dice, so to speak, and you could either drop it and you have to drop the shit safely. Um, otherwise, you fucking crush yourself. So I get here and I have the, the barbell overhead and I'm, I'm pressing. I got it. And I start losing it. Now, my shoulder starts to go back. And I see this fucking, my, my shoulders, like I'm looking at, I kind of glance over from my eyes <clears throat> and uh, I start to lose the weight. And in my head, I go, fuck this. I'm like, I am not going to lose this because I'm videotaping it. I'm, you know, kind of like the social media queen here or king, whatever you want to call it. Like, I literally don't want to fuck the video up because I'm just like, I want this. I've done it before, but I've never taken it back uh, down to the ground. So... I'm in here, I press it, and I start grunting and groaning and making all sorts of weird, fucked up noises. But it was like really guttural, like like rage. And I started getting more fired up. I make it, I stand, and I go to return back to the ground. And then you like, just uh, like shit came, like I was a possessed human being. And I'm like, in my head, the voice is over and over again. It's like, don't drop this, don't drop this, just get back to the ground. I made it back to the ground. I landed this, and I, I come back to the ground. At this moment, I am like, beyond belief happy i'm like screaming flexing like I, if i could do backflips i'd be doing fucking backflips so what does this mean i put myself in a position where there was no way out i mean for me i didn't failure wasn't an option just because of my ego i know that i'm strong and, I'm, and for me it was a test because i know i feel the best i felt in years so it was like something like i refused i drew the line i wouldn't back down i look at these situations and i apply them across the board and i look at that in its application to how I'm showing up across the board. So you're gonna hear some a train going by. It never fails anytime I'm doing something down to the gym shooting a video, you're gonna hear that. But just uh, you can picture me in a warehouse someplace with a gritty atmosphere and a, and a, a train going by. It just kind of sets the tone. But I look at where I'm at and the ability to put myself out there and put myself in positions where I'm not comfortable, but I'm still pushing through. And really, that's, that's kind of forcing myself. And it's something we, we don't often do in our daily lives. We don't make ourselves feel uncomfortable. We don't show up for ourselves. We don't, fuck, we don't do the work. We don't put anything into ourselves. I mean, it's got to be fucking easy. We're a fast food society. We're consumers. You know, we look at, we're used to, you know, likes on Instagram. I'm sorry, likes on Facebook and, you know, the fucking heart shapes, uh, whatever it is on Instagram. And side note, why do you think they put a heart on that? 
Why? Because it, it, you fucking, it's, psychologically, it tricks you. And it's like, oh, people are showing me love. That's not real love. That's a little, little side note there. But realistically, like, look at all this. We, I wanna, if I want to talk to you, I can hit you up. You know, back in the day, you used to have to fucking call somebody on the phone. And I remember dating or uh, I remember way back having a crush on a girl in high school and having to call and having her parents intercept the phone call. And I had to fucking talk to the dad. And then there was this delay. And then the girl came to the phone like, you, you want to talk about making yourself uncomfortable. Now I could fucking text. Now there's social media. Now there's, and we look at dating and things like that. These are all these apps, um, you know, out there. It's a swipe, swipe left, right, whatever it is. And we look at this and where, where are you really gambling? Where are you putting yourself out there? We've removed ourselves completely from anything that's a challenge or anything that might not go our way. And really, I, you know, I'm a firm believer that anytime you put yourself out there, anytime you're doing the work for whatever you're really clear on and whatever you're passionate about, the universe kind of aligns for you. It's like, you know, it's really, it's the law of attraction shit, but things happen and they happen, you know, for a reason. And you can always find value in what's going on. If you fucking put yourself out there, if, you know, sometimes we talk about vulnerability and that's really hard. We look at relationships. Um, historically, I refuse to be vulnerable. That's fucking brutal. You talk to grown men or even grown women now, they're being vulnerable uh, because everybody's closed off. Nobody wants to reveal like what pain, what, you know, what makes them tick, what makes them happy, you know, who they really are, you know, where you're not gambling in relationships. You know, we look at this and it, it's just kind of crazy. And we look, I could tie everything into, you know, what I did last week. And I was talking about in the New Year's New You stuff. But like, where are you really making yourself feel uncomfortable? You're probably not. And this is why people don't hit their goals and hit their targets and why people legitimately are unhappy. Uh, happiness takes work. You know, we think and we're conditioned by society and we look at everything we have access to that and we're conditioned to compare ourselves. This is huge on social media, you know, on Instagram. You can swipe and you can look at people. You see stars, you see Instagram models, Instagram trainers with these luxurious lifestyles. And I was talking to my friend uh, recently who was a former trainer of mine, uh, was, a, is a, was a fitness model, fucking, you know, jack dude, good looking guy. Uh, he was training with a bunch of bodybuilders. And he's like, you want to talk about alpha males that come in the gym. And these guys come in and they're, they're catching a pump and they're hitting these huge, crazy workouts and they're taking pictures, taking selfies, you know, like capturing all this, this, this stuff for social media. And these guys walk out, get into a piece of shit car and go, go into live in a piece of shit apartment with no fucking TV because they're spending their money on steroids and supplements. Now, if that's your thing, God bless you. And you're fucking happy. Cool. But comparison, if I look at this guy or this girl's social media profile, it is all fucking happiness. It's staged. And it's even crazy. I look at some of the stuff I've done and like with my social media and the, the Instagram stuff. I love the, the content and the content pictures and things like that. But motherfucker, I don't roll out of bed like that. And it's, I'm thankful for having guys like Dom and my boy Mike Rudolph to fucking make me look decent. Like all that stuff, it's crazy what pictures can do. And, you know, you see this with um, an Instagram and Instagram models. These women, you know, beauty is, they're obviously beautiful. And if you put yourself out there, I can appreciate that because it takes a set of balls, whether you're a guy or a girl, I get it. And, you know, it's good to appreciate your body. It's good to, I don't even think it's a bad thing throwing it out there. I think it's a bad thing when you crave attention on social media and you're not pursuing it uh, in a safe or not pursuing it in a healthy manner in your everyday life. 
with relationships, with the right people in your life, cultivating friendships, relationships, you know, working with your family, whatever. So just, just going for likes is, is fucking, it, it's going to destroy a lot of people. And it really creates a shift in where we're at. And I, I worry about that. But understand that these photo shoots are lit really well. Like right now, if you're watching me on Facebook Live, this shit is lit really fucking well. I look like I haven't been tired all day and I haven't been training and doing all sorts of shit. You know, really when it comes down to it, you know, it's, it's the smoke and mirrors of really good production. So what does that mean? That means that in these situations, you know, we look at it and it's a controlled, controlled variable. You think people post shit they look ugly in? Nope. And I caught myself and I'm, I consider myself, I'll refer to it as a grown ass man. And when I say that, I contemplate why grown ass men have to say that they're grown ass men. There's always, ugh, ugh, it's always the, the double edged sword there. But like you guys, like guys at the gym or guys posting pictures of themselves or Snapchat, like I don't fucking, if I'm taking three or four of these, like, man, I'm fucking erasing this thing. And like, it's not perfect, but it's such a bullshit fake lifestyle that is becoming. And that's why I like sharing who I am and I like coaching and I like doing everything I'm doing right now and putting this message out there. So this leads into rolling the dice and a good story that I was telling, telling Dom about the other night was uh, one of the first nights I came in and I, I clearly rolled the dice. And the application for this, uh, hopefully it, it hits you because uh, it certainly hit me that night. Um, but it was with my ex-girlfriend and it was one of the first times I actually had her over to the house. And we've been kind of dating and I decided to get her over to make dinner. Now I, I love, absolutely love to cook. And I've worked in restaurants my whole life, um, food, food nerd, foodie. And uh, I'm going in and I invite her over. I know she's on her way over. Now, historically, I wasn't worried because I thought I had time because I don't know a single woman, and I'm going to generalize here, that can actually get ready when they say they're going to get ready and show up when they say they're going to show up. So I'm planning, and I know she was running late, but I'm like, man, she's not going to be here. So I'm prepping. I had a glass of wine or two. I'm sitting there. I'm like looking at my make sure my dog is out because I have this big ask. Uh, ask Mastiff who uh, uh, will get excited and pee. And I'm like, last thing I want to do is pee on the girl I have come over that I like. Um, so I'm making dinner. I'm like, man, man, my stomach's off. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I just had two glasses of wine. I'm like, I'm good. I, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm sure this will pass. So I'm like, I think I made scallops and I, like it was something like that and asparagus. I was doing all this and I'm like cutting the garlic and I'm like, okay. And I'm like preparing everything. And then I see this car pull in the driveway, lights, you know, and my kitchen set up so I can look in the dining room and the lights come in and pulling my dog starts barking. And then I felt this, like I got kicked in the fucking stomach. I go, oh man, oh, don't do this. My stomach's turning. I'm like, oh, come on, don't, not now. Cause I have a very small Cape Cod house. Now I have two bathrooms. One bathroom is directly off the kitchen. One is upstairs. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I got time. I got time. Well, guess what? I hear the rapping at the door. I'm like, fuck, I got to let her in. I don't have time. I need to go to the bathroom. Again, my, my uh, stomach is like, it's like a little Mexican uh, like tap dancer, like the like authentic, I don't know, they had the like dancing around a hat in there. And I'm like, this isn't good. This really isn't good. Like I, I'm going to gamble here and lose. Like I'm, I'm pushing the limits in every which way. So I get her in the house and I'm like, hey, have a glass of wine. I'm like, I'm, I got to run upstairs thinking I have one option now because I don't have time because she just pulled in the driveway. I have one option to get upstairs to my small bathroom. I'm like, I got this. So I'm like, you know what? This is 
I had a premonition that this was going to be like Dumb and Dumber. And uh, with a little foreshadowing, I, I think you can guess where this is going, that I, I, I scramble. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw music on. I'm throwing music on. I, I get my can't get. I had an Xbox and I was playing uh, all my media and my uh, internet and everything was my cable and everything was going through that. So I'm trying to get, I don't know what the hell it was. It was like Spotify or whatever app I was trying to load up. This would not go. I go, you know what? You got two seconds. And it's like one, two, I toss the remote or the controller on the couch. I ran up the stairs, shut the door, get my pants down and it's on. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking and I'm like, oh dear Lord, this, she's, she's hearing all this. And this one, being able to talk about this is, uh, is very interesting because I remember how embarrassing I was. And I was just like sitting here. I'm like, how do you recover from this? I'm like, dude, she's going to be laughing. I'm like, I'm, I don't know what to do. So I finish up. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I, you know, like I got nothing, zero to lose here. And, and you know, when we talk about the concept of gambling, when you, it's like that last bet, right? It's like, I have, you know, I got one wager here and might as well go all in. So I go downstairs. I go, well, there it is. I go, you heard it all. She goes, I go, I'm like, man, I go, I'm so embarrassed. She's like, what are you talking about? She goes, what did I hear? She goes, were you in the bathroom? I go, oh, God damn it. Literally, she had no clue. I threw myself under the bus. And from there, like, I just like, it broke the ice. It made everything like better because like, I mean, what else could go wrong on that evening? Nothing. Because I got caught because I was up in the bathroom for five minutes and lighting it up. And the girl I had over that I really was interested in and ended up becoming my girlfriend. I was like, oh man, like, you know how it is. Cause we're always like super stressed out about these situations. So where can we learn from this story? What is the turnaround here? Turnaround is that I had, I mentally, I shifted. I'm like, there in my head, I'm like, there's nothing else to lose. I have zero. Like, I can't be more embarrassed. <laughs> I can't be more crushed. You know, maybe if I had the, the I don't know, the something about Mary thing, or uh, whatever it is, or if you see my baseball where I zip myself up in my fly, like, that could have been the culminating thing for the night. That would have been the icing on the cake. Thankfully, that didn't happen. So what, what I'm getting at is realistically, I look at everything that night and I look at the concept of rolling the dice and I look at, you know, where I was with the Turkish getup and I look at all this stuff, right? And if we make this mental shift and I refuse to worry about the outcome, if I take the outcome out of this for once and now we set goals and we want the outcome, you know, we set this and we reverse engineer it. But if I have consistent daily action and go after what I want, without fear of failing. Because guess what? I mean, if you look at that, uh, kind of like if you want to provide the best experience, I didn't fail there, but I thought I did initially. And that was that self-talk. I'm like, and really, I don't know if I had the ability to crawl out a window that night. I might've, but I can't do it. I had to come downstairs anyway. It was like, if this was socially, if this was out and something, it might've been a way different story. But I, I look at it and it's really the, I, I think far too many people are worried about they're, they're living eight steps past where they need to be. Their target is immediately in front, of them, in front of them and they're short, easy targets and daily targets to hit. So what the hell does that have to do with the story? Not maybe a whole lot, but when I look at it and apply it across the board, I think you can too. So where I'm going with this and what I think the takeaway here is take some pressure off. I certainly did that night and really push into what you want without fear of fucking up. If you take the fear away from that, we look at all these people and I, I could tie it in based on the time of the year to what we're going on. We have, you know, like the new year, new you shit. Now, I, in theory, like, I don't like that, but I like the people that are like, fuck you and pushing into things that they want to accomplish. If you take the fear off that, fear of rejection, fear of fucking up, fear of failure, 
then you're going to be successful because you take the pressure off yourself. I don't work well under pressure based on my own terms. I work well under pressure in other areas and I just make shit happen because that's, the, you know, it's like, I, like the Turkish get up I talked about. That was a different situation. But if I put pressure on that coming downstairs, I, that would have been the worst fucking night ever. That would have been awkward. Nobody would have talked. It would have been terrible. So the takeaway from this and what I'm going to leave you on is take the pressure off. Be easy on yourself. And realistically, you know, life is too short to be way too serious about things, especially in a situation like that. You got to laugh at a lot of this stuff. So what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish to get to your goals, you're going to have failure. They do not define you. And realistically, they can add, you know, a layer to your life. And I want to look back in 40 or 50 years because I'm not fucking dying anytime soon. But I'm going to have enough stories to know that I threw it all out there and I lived my life to the fullest. Like I said the other day, I'm pulling the e-brake off. So 2019 is my year. It should be your year as well. But don't fucking, one, have fun, two, take the pressure off, and three, get after it. I'm going to leave you on that. Thank you for tuning in to the Iron Mind Aaron podcast brought to you by Dom Z Productions. Later, guys. Later, guys.